0: Moody A, Moody A, it's working. And I can tell
1: you from what we've heard I think we're going to have a very successful offseason when it comes to free agents. When it comes to free agents. it
2: comes to free agents. Welcome to the Knicks Bait Podcast. A podcast about the Knicks that is as brief as our winning times. We've got three Knicks addicts here to dish it up. Dougie Fresh, what's going on?
1: I find it kind of funny. I find it kind of sad. The dreams where Randall's on the bench are the best I've ever had. Yes. Y- wow. Y-
2: Positivity
0: and a loss. I love
2: it. We also got D-Boy.
0: Year. That's a Jonathan Kuminga year right there.
2: That's a deep cut year right there. And it's me, Monty, the original Sad Knicks fan. Look it up, baby. Final score, Charlotte Bobcats, 109, New York Knickerbockers, 88. This dish that Walt served was called Clyde and Clem. And I quote from Mike Breen, that's one of the greatest shirt tie combinations in history of men's wardrobe. I want to drop some freaking bombs on that pump speaking of bombs let's get into quick hits
0: quick hits another putrid loss but tibbs played the neophytes let's get to the awards the austin rivers who's your daddy most valuable player goes to mega mega million man gordon hayward who dropped 34 in the queen city the cameron bitch smack biombo trophy goes to julius randall for not taking no gruff the tips, throat-coat scream of the game occurred at the end of a 10-0 run to begin the first quarter when the Knicks left Gordon Hayward wide open for an inbounds play for a layup. The Allen Houston Hold It Award goes to Kevin Knox for his wet three-point shooting in the first half, going five for eight. And finally, the sad stat of the game goes to RJ Barrett for the second night in a row. He went 0 for five from three and is two for his last 21.
1: The old cliche, What's the definition of insanity? If you ask RJ Barrett, it's continuing to shoot threes. But if you ask me, it's running an offense through Alfred Payton, bricking floaters in the lane and offering absolutely no perimeter shooting whatsoever. What's the game plan here, Tibbs? What's the vision you're seeing here with this absolute zero getting burned in key stretches every single night, even when the looks with him on the bench are actually working? Why did Kevin Knox sit the first 10 minutes of the second half while Elford continued to run amok? Conspiracy theory. Tibbs reads the draft reports just like D-Boy, and he knows that the right man to steer the tank right off the cliff is number six.
2: This day in Sad Nick's history, January 11th, 2017, Philly wins 98-97 over New York. Derek Rose returns from his self-imposed hiatus to his self-assessed super team. Is that foreboding to Kyrie Irving? I don't know. Hey. Joel Embiid could not be contained and TJ McConnell wins the game with a go-ahead jumper. Trust the process.
0: 2.0. LaMelo, three that Hornets team is full of Knicks almost, right? You know, Rozier almost became a Nick. You know, we passed on Miles Bridges at the same position for Kevin Knox. The LaMelo ball trade. Leon Rose's first big test as a Knicks executive was, do you trade up? Do you give up a Mitch Robinson in order to get a foundational point guard? This current NBA is about having two-dimensional point guards that put pressure on a team with their ball handling, but also put pressure on a team with their outside shot.
2: You mean Dennis Smith Jr? So we should play him more? We should give him minutes? You want to start him. Start DSJ, start Knox. By the way, Knox had a beautiful game. I want to just, just hug him because he's just a precocious kid with no confidence. But he had confidence this game. You know why? He knew he was going to have to play 30 minutes because Tibbs had no other choice. And when you imbue confidence into a young player, their shot starts dropping. They start making the extra pass. They do what they're supposed to do. They look like a prospect. Wow.
1: What I think is interesting about this Knicks team that you're hitting on with, Knox being in the right place at the right time to hit his shot because he has such a good stroke is the Knicks actually do have these young guys who are decent role players. They have role player ability in their skill sets. Mitchell Robinson had another double double tonight and he was looking good and stout on defense like he always does. Kevin Knox was knocking down three balls quickly. I don't know, man. He's got to do something about all this hesitation, but he's got the skills also to be an off ball point guard who sometimes can run the point for this team. So once you get these guys in to the right spots and get them orchestrated the right way and not have Alfred Praysen just play buddy ball with Julius Randle the whole time, maybe there's something to be had in what's an overall core
0: here. This was my favorite loss of the season. They let the young guys take the lead of tonight's game, and we lived and died on the potential that the Knicks have, which honestly, even though it's sad, is all that the Knicks actually have to offer is the potential of a brighter day.
1: The question I have is, what is RJ Barrett's potential right now? I'm not worried because I love love that his stick-to-itiveness got him going straight to the rim in traffic and making some tough finishes after having such a disastrous start. Is he lost at sea or is there something there with RJ that we can kind of bring him back in and make him that central piece that we want to make him?
2: Well, let me earn some free MSG Browning points here. This season, (laughs) it's very tough to construct roles for a team. It's very tough to practice against a zone. When you're playing every other day, you get no practice time, you're setting up in a conference room in your hotel. How are you supposed to practice against a zone
0: there? He can consistently put his faith into the young guys of this team to play the bulk of the minutes.
2: So he's supposed to throw the Knicks fans a bone so that we'll stay off his back by playing the young players. That's the that's the game plan of a professional coach is to keep the media and the fans on his side. No, he needs to do what he is hired to do. I'm gonna get MSG front row tickets one of these days by sucking off Tom Thibodeau's coaching style. Yeah, I'm going flopping, but whatever, uh-huh. man. He's doing the best he can with what he's got and it's a shit sandwich, but whatever. That
1: shit sandwich has lettuce and mustard on it, okay? I don't know if it's good news or bad news. This Knicks team, the young players might actually give this this team the best chance of winning. So you're telling
2: me this shit sandwich is actually a fine pate
1: that we have to acquire
2: the taste to?
1: It has a brioche bun of young players on the outside and just a shit filling of Julius Randle. But it is still a shit sandwich, technically. Let's talk about the godfather himself for a second, Leon Rose, who didn't pull the trigger on on Gordon Hayward, who didn't pull the trigger on moving up in the draft. But I do think that there's gonna be a word from on high from the Godfather himself. He's gonna say, you come to me and you're gonna do me a favor on this today of Obi Toppin getting healthy and back in the rotation. Is Obi's actually gonna get minutes and he's gonna change up the flow of this entire rotation. And you might get that fun look that we got in preseason, which was quickly Barrett, Knox, Robinson, Toppin, running the floor together, ooping and swooping and, and actually being able to push pace, unlike the slow turtles that we have clogging up tons of minutes right now.
2: Blunt talk. Man, we're gonna keep it real. I'm gonna ask some real blunt-tastic questions here. Will the Hornets ever be more popular? than UNC or Duke. Hell, if they won a championship, would anyone really care? Is the only thing they got their color scheme and their cool mascot? Shout out to Hugo. Whatever happened to those murder hornets? Do hornets make honey too? Is Jordan a good owner, or does his legendary bootcut jeans cast too big of a shadow over everything? Is the ceiling really the roof? Has he ever heard of an addict? Are we allowed to criticize the one former player and black owner in the league? Will there ever be a Team Jordan athlete that has popular signature shoes? Has LeVar and Jordan spoke? Have they played one on one? Is LaMelo already better than Lonzo? Can we use the extra fucking syllable and call him LaMelo instead of Melo? Fucking put some respect on Melo's name. He's still out here competing and balling.
0: We hope you all enjoyed your Nick's bait, And remember, if you're going to be dancing and prancing, make we sure you have, have a designated, designated driver. One.